Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, segue. <laughs> All right, this is episode 55 of the podcast. I am Casey Draco. I'm TJ Titan. I'm Scott Scat. <laughs> this is the podcast. Nothing's, Nothing's too, too weird. weird. Well, you know that everything is too black and everything is too white. Everything is too loose and everything is too tight. They got too much control. I hope they don't let go. It's too, Girly. too, too, or too. There's too much sun today. It's no fun. It's too cold. What the heck is going on? I just don't know. Guess I'll start another podcast show. Cause nothing is wrong. However, something ain't right. Without the darkness, then there isn't any light. You're being too polite. I think that maybe we should fight. The days are too long. Oh God, another long night. Nothing is too shaven and nothing is too bearded. Nothing. Nothing is too weird. Theme song, theme song. So we were just watching The Big Lebowski. There's some conspiracies going Huge. on. And our friend Alex Carter brought this to light. He posted a picture of 9-11 was an inside job because the check on Big Lebowski was written on September 11th. Mm-hmm. Someone... 1991. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years before. And after he signs the check, he looks at the little TV and it has... The, Bush. The old OG Bush. Yeah. OG Bush. And he had just previously mentioned Iraq. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a trifecta. Yeah. Y2K. Mm-hmm. That's a conspiracy. Someone on Alex's Facebook post lost their mind that he posted that. You don't joke about 9-11, they said. As if it was a joke about 9-11. Yeah. Like he was like, uh, mm-hmm. towers fell. Yeah. Oh, I get, I get a good <laughs> laugh every time. I just cry myself. <laughs> so I went podcasting, was it two weekends ago? When were you yeah. gone? Mm-hmm. At the Cold Sweats Compound mm-hmm. in Centerville, Iowa. Jacob Ahey's house. He doesn't have ice. No ice, no internet. What? <laughs> How is there no ice? Jacob, before you it's leave It's like he's Texas, off the grid. He's trying to be off the grid. He's planning for Texas to get off the grid. <laughs> He's like Jesse Ventura. Too hot for ice down there. <laughs> it is. It is a. I'll never find you. Sweat box. That's how they find you. The ice, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ice is that ISIS finds you because you have ice in your house? Yep. Ice man. So that's cometh. what Jacob's up to. <laughs> Avoiding ISIS. Well, he doesn't have ice, but I had a great time despite that. It sounded like a great time. Can you believe he doesn't have ice, though? Mm-mm. Scott? Uh, what if we didn't have ice? What would we do? I don't know. We'd get ice. Die. Bush light like, like we'd die. Bush light. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> or expired lining kugels, I think. <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> that was from the Christmas party two years ago. Really? No. Oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas party two years ago... There was a dick calendar. Mm-hmm. There was probably ice. I was, I was in a at onesie. a different place. I know. You were in a onesie. Mm-hmm. Before Jacob leaves for Texas, we're getting him some ice cube trays. Mm-hmm. Don't live like this. <laughs> this come on now. You deserve Get ice. Together. You deserve ice. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet Zach, the Chupacabarber, for mm-hmm. the first time. An absolute delight. He's and fun. He is fun. And so I was on that podcast, so listen to it. And you were in 
Florida. Yeah, I was in Fort Lauderdale. And you were? <laughs> we were. We went out for my friend's birthday. His birthday Craig. was in December. Yeah, my friend Craig for his birthday. But we were all, just Christmas was busy, so we yeah. couldn't really leave town. And my friends Nick and Jeff always go with a group of their friends to Fort Lauderdale around that time in January. So we went down and it was um, a gay resort. Yeah. Men only. Clothing optional. And were most people saying, yeah, fuck uh-huh. clothing? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they should not have <laughs> saying that. That's what I feel like. People that shouldn't be just naked in front of everyone are like, this is fine. Yeah. How do they get to feel that way? I want to feel that way. I don't know. It must be so freeing to feel that way. It. I could see it. There was one time I was just kind of sitting there and I'm like, in a sense, in a way though, it's kind of cool because there's a sense of community here that they're, yeah. they're comfortable enough and they know that nobody here is going to judge them for, well, they out loud. They can just be out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously so, yeah. people are looking at you if you're naked, but to just be like, you know, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I look like this and I don't even care. There was this five foot five guy from Quebec that had to have been like in his 60s. Yeah. But I mean, he, you could tell he worked out, but he was walking around full blown. <laughs> and he's like, well, what can I say? There's just a love in this place. And I just want to be naked and show you guys. So he just kept you. talking about it. Yeah. Being naked. And then, you know, you know, things would go up and down and you're oh just like, okay. he would get boners and then lose them. Yep. <gasps> yep. He'd walk around. Just, oh my gosh! And he, they play music in the back, like you know, it's always music. So it's always flapping going. around. Yeah, so he's like dancing, and, <laughs> and then it, the, on that Saturday they do like a like a social, a couple hours, you know. Yeah. And they have booze and everything for everybody, and everyone congregates around one of the pools and the main pool. And um, I was sitting at a table talking to some people, and I could hear him, and I'm like, oh god. Please don't be behind me. Please don't be behind me. And I kind of looked, and it's just like right there. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> just flap it in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh. Was this sounds har- great. Was he ready to go or not? Semi. Semi. Yeah. He's getting ready to go. I was, I, that moment I became a woman. I was, that's <laughs> mine disappeared. <laughs> but, uh, but then before we, before they, everything ended, he walked by Craig. And so he came up to like, he, Craig's tall, so he came up to like Craig's nipple. That's how short this guy was. <laughs> and he walks up and he's like, oh, I like your arms. And he starts lick, like doing these tiny licks, like a little oh. cat lick on his bicep. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, that's the greatest. <laughs> but if you go to their Facebook page, there's a couple of pictures of us. So what it. is it called? Oh, we're hold, on. Oh. hold on, hold on. Oh. Which part? Uh, like a minute earlier. <laughs> started echoing I had to oh we're echoing all right we're good now okay so so i have no idea something happened there people just deal with it <laughs> oh, there it is you're fine no, you'll live pick up tj's story well tj was saying he was told not to buy baggy swim trunks <laughs> yeah so by who um people that have gone there before and why don't you wear baggy because it's just not acceptable it's just, you know, you might as well look good in a tight pair of shorts. So I had some Speedo trunks. They looked good. I liked them. But I got in the hot tub bleached a pair of them out. <laughs> so when I got in the hot tub, I would take them off and set them behind me. So you were... And just sit there. You were loosey-goosey. Yep, there were bubbles. I just yeah. let the jets just let everything... <laughs> That's good. Yeah. 
So you got to be free yep. at the resort. And then when I was getting ready Safely to get out, free. I put them back, go put them under back under the water and get out. And then they were bleached. <laughs> yep. From all the chlorine. Oh, it was. They were gray with yellow piping. And yeah. And they turned into uh, a very. They had white piping and very very <laughs> light gray. <laughs> <laughs> and you had burns on your. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, and then there were chemical burns from on our ankles. And some of the guys, one of the guys, his leg hair was bleached. And some some of us have patches of hair missing. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Well, resort life. Yep. But I mean, like, I guess the alternative <laughs> is you need, like, shots or penicillin to get over. So. Cosmo. This would be normal. All right. So, what I, everyone's sick at my work. Everyone is sick. Is everyone getting sick at your work? Um, Everyone's clients are sick yeah everyone else hasn't i've kind of had like a sinusy and uh, i had it too but here's the thing you haven't ever written on facebook i've got a sinusy thing no. i never let anyone know hey my nose is running and i keep using kleenexes but some people are like hey facebook what's up i'm sick mm-hmm. and they love to be sick Mm-mm. doesn't it seem like people love to be sick yeah. it's like, like it's I feel like they just love the attention. Yeah. They want people to be like, oh, God. How could this happen to you? A cold? Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. (laughs) I'll be praying for you. Jeez. (laughs) Godspeed. But I wonder if those people are like, man, I'm the only one out here getting sick in the world. Because they're like, no one else is writing about it. Mm -mm. I'm the only one out here. Pray for me. Yeah, please. Send out your prayers. (laughs) Prayers and thoughts. In the form of likes or the prayer emoji. Oh, yeah, the prayer emoji. Or love. Mm-hmm. Love my post. I know it'll make me feel better. It, yeah. It'll clear up those sinuses. Do you think it's because of Facebook? Like, Facebook has made it so that people feel like they have, like, they're we super We gotta let everyone know. We, we have gotta, to, yeah. Like, maybe if they call in sick to work, they're like, they won't believe me unless I post on Facebook about right. it. Right. Right. Yeah, they might believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to believe I'm sick unless I tell people how sick I really am. Yeah. Unless I, I tell everyone. Yeah. If I've ever had to cancel appointments for being sick. Yeah. I feel like people go check my Facebook to make sure I'm sick. And I'm not, like, going out anywhere. But, but A, I'm not going to post that I'm sick on Facebook. No. I've never seen you post that you're sick on no. Facebook. <laughs> and B, if I was faking it to get out of work early, I sure as hell I'm not going to check it anywhere. But I think, I think people know... You would never do that. No, there's some people where it's like, okay, this no, but yeah, if Mm -hmm. you say you're sick, it's just like, oh Jesus, yeah, he must be bad if he's canceling things. I I barrel through. That's what I do. Majority of stuff. Yeah, you gotta barrel through. Yeah, and if you can't barrel through, then obviously, then that's when things have to be canceled. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Something else has been happening on Facebook. There's a child molester. In D.C., Dallas Center, Iowa, where I grew up. Pastor. Oh. Someone posted it in the Dallas Center page on Facebook, and I tell you what people on Facebook did. Someone from the up. Someone from the family was like, innocent until proven guilty. Some sick person is just saying this. And then there's other posts where the person that it happened to is like, because people are like, he should die. And then she's like, I don't want my dad to die. I'm the victim. I don't want my dad to die. And it's like, this is like, too much the, tuna. You're the... Too much tuna. Yeah. That's why he got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Wait, is she the victim because the... he molested her? Yeah. She put that on Facebook. That's weird. Yes. So, that's what's going on in Dallas Center. And I know everyone at Casey's, everyone at the bar is talking about mm-hmm. it. Everyone's sitting there sipping their coffee at Casey's. Everyone's calling each other, sending screenshots, because that's exactly what I was doing with my aunt, sending screenshots. Well, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, she you just... You gotta believe the children. She just proved him guilty, didn't she? So, I'm the victim. I don't want my dad to die. That was two separate people. One lady was like, don't you dare talk about him. Then other people are like... He was my girl's soccer coach. Oh, my God. Like, freaked out. And obviously, he's a child molester because he looks like a child molester. Mm-hmm. They all look the same. Yeah. I had a client tell me, came up, come in one time and say that um, their high school or high school, middle school, the boys' basketball coach um, got arrested for... Um, he never did anything, but he had videos... What? Of the boys in the locker room because he come in with his gym bag, but he had a <laughs> camera set up in it. And oh he'd set my it down god! While they were getting ready, and he was just talking to him, and oh they didn't really Jesus. think anything of it. The guys, the boys, in it because they were young, but then like There's he pissed off of his them. stepkids enough that they found his stuff and turned him in. Oh my god! But then he killed himself in jail because he didn't want to be... be a child molester in jail. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's pretty bad to be a child molester in jail. It's kill pretty, you. Don't yeah. be a child molester. That's mm-hmm. the point of this podcast. Yeah. Don't be a child molester. There. Case closed. <laughs> Something else. Okay. This is more internet thing because someone else from high school. This is... Sometimes I think my Facebook is the most exciting Facebook that anyone's ever had. <laughs> because someone posted a class ring and then we're like, does anyone have any contact with Ross Walsh? I have his class ring. And then everyone... That's how it started? That's how it started. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is how this got back into my memory. Because then when she posted that, I'm like, well, that's the bathroom sex guy. So this is the guy that had sex with some drunk girl. They were both drunk. They were having sex in a bathroom stall in Minnesota at an Iowa game. Cops came, arrested them. She was there with her husband. He was there with his girlfriend. She ended up leaving with a stranger. She lost her job. Lives were ruined. Ross Walsh. So she posts this picture and it's like, well, someone's going to say something about this bathroom sex stuff, surely. Mm -hmm. Finally, someone did. And then he was like, I don't know. Have you checked any bathrooms at Iowa games? I'm like, finally, someone said it. (laughs) It's out there. And then everyone's like, oh, yes, there. Finally, someone had to break. The bathroom sex ice on this Facebook post, then she ended up deleting it. It's like, come on now. Of Trust all Walsh. the places to do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And she was there with her husband. Mm-hmm. And wasn't she annihilated? Yeah. She lost her job. I think she, like, worked at a retirement home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In Carroll, Iowa. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And it's all over the news, this bathroom. Mm-hmm. I think it was in a handicap stall, too. They're not handicapped. Yeah. That's another law that was broken mm-hmm. that day. But everyone was just listening. Cops came and they were all belligerent about it. I went to high school with that guy. Lost his class Jeez. ring. He's out there without a class ring or dignity. <laughs> Any respect at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Scott, what are you looking at? The ceiling? No. Birds, birds, birds. Walls, ceilings. I don't know. Oh. Well, we haven't, we haven't podcasted for a while. 
been a while. Mm-hmm. And so, do you feel like I don't remember how to podcast? Do you <laughs> it's kind of like riding that? a bike. Do you feel like it's like riding a bike? Mm-hmm. You know what I feel like every time I'm about to podcast, I think I don't know how to podcast. Really? Yeah. But here we are doing it. Yeah. How are we doing, Scott? Great? Yep. Good. So, something that our listeners have missed is probably Brandon Ream. I know I have. <laughs> Even though I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> you what? I follow him on Twitter. Okay. And you should follow him on Facebook, too. Because I think sometimes things are different. Follow him mm-hmm. on Instagram. Follow him on Facebook. Because I feel like it's not getting crossed over everywhere. You know how some people update their Twitter and it automatically goes through Facebook? I don't mm-hmm. think that happens. So, you got to follow him on all social media. Got to check them all out. You got to. Are you ready for... Oh, and if you want to follow him, this is Nothing's Too Wired, where we read things that Brandon Ream has posted on the internet and that have made (laughs) me laugh, and it's going to make all of you laugh. Mm -hmm. Follow him on Twitter, at ReamCore, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Also, while you're at it, follow Vicente Fox on Twitter. It's pretty good. And Brandon Ream on Facebook. And here's the first one. If I was in a band, I'd cover that song, I'm Only Happy When It Rains. I'm into recycling garbage. (laughs) 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 Who's Aaron Space and why did he get a museum? meth sounds a lot fancier than it is. (laughs) The best debt relief is ignoring it. (laughs) A 70-year-old man who pays other people to pee on him knows nothing about being fiscally conservative. (laughs) Our last celebrity president loved trickle-down economics, too. have to share that one (laughs) today i feel like a kid in a candy store desperately wishing i had enough money to live the life i want (laughs) that is so profound Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you remember having like five dollars and going into casey's and feeling like you could just buy up the entire store yep (laughs) i'm gonna get everything three for a dollar candy also candy used to be three for a dollar now it's three for five yeah Bullshit. Okay. It's two for five. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. What is going on with candy prices? They're out of control. Mm-hmm. There's a shortage of sugar cane. <laughs> what, Scott? It's just inflation. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when I was your age, yeah. candy was three for a dollar. He walked uphill both ways to go get it. <laughs> All right, back to Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New phone. Lost all my nudes. I should have backed that ass up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Brandon Ream. In a nutshell. Oh my god. Scott was watching him. What were you watching him do the other night? Oh, he was playing Super Tech Mobile on Nintendo. I think he might be some kind of a master at it. I I know he's played in tournaments and stuff. I saw him. What do you mean? Like King of Kong? Like tournaments? Uh, Yeah. What? I think so. Brandon. Really? He he beat 
He was the Raiders. He beat the Patriots a hundred to nothing on Tech Mobile. I've never seen that. Apparently, the records won like somebody said the records one twenty, but then Brandon said it's higher than that because he's got one twenty. I don't even know how it's possible to get more than a hundred points. Well, he's a master. Yeah. I did. I didn't know that. And I've never played Tech Mobile, but Scott was watching it. On what? He goes live. Facebook live. Oh. That's why you got to be his Facebook friend. He goes live. I went, I was watching him go live the other day. He was drumming to Rush. There was a dog on the couch with him that was just, didn't care what was going on. It was great. I have a client that loves Rush. Ugh. His wife. That is a bummer, man. They, that's weird. That sounds like a punishment. They um will go. I think they've been to almost every concert Ugh. that they could have. There was something in Canada. Was it Canada? Where did I they think have they're from recently Canada. That, that had a like a party or something. Yeah, like Rush inducted the Hall of Fame. There was a big party. They were there. Oh my god, mm-hmm. man, they suck. How does that get to be like your favorite band? That's they strange. Suck bad. I mean, favorite is an understatement. Like this is yeah, super I mean, fandom. I love Britney Spears, but they love Rush. <laughs> like, what age? How old are you? Like, where you get Rush as your favorite band? Does anyone else have Rush like as late their forties? Loads of people, yeah. Oh really? Well, apparently their drummer is the greatest drummer of all time, but it's only because he had he nine million drums and he just plays all these. It's I just know that annoying. from like freaks and geeks. Yeah, they would do, mm-hmm. you know that. That's why know. it was so funny in freaks and geeks. He was a terrible drummer, but he's yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to play like the best drummer ever. Rush That's crazy. So, I don't know. Maybe he is a good drummer, but the songs are shit. I don't. I could not tell you a single Rush song. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean guy. Oh yeah, guy. Tom Sawyer, mean, mean guy. That, that's <laughs> Rush. Oh. Sounds like that. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Do that again. <laughs> yep, that's Rush. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want, because for a while Brandon was doing Facebook Live karaoke. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was great. So me and Scott both had songs from, I want him to do um, Billy Idol, Dancing With Myself. Mm-hmm. And then Scott wanted Bob Seger, Hollywood Nights. Hollywood Nights. Hollywood. So. Did you send it to him? I I think I commented annoyingly on some post and told him to do it. <laughs> but Brandon, if you ever do that again, I think that would be. Yeah. That'd be wonderful so you should be his facebook friend because i mean this is what happens it's is he goes live mm-hmm. did you see i posted a compilation of him lip syncing to songs I did see that. oh my god so funny so follow brandon ream and uh what scott what what time is it because i want to take breaks at normal time uh, you gonna tell me when it's been 25 minutes okay we're chucking along. We're chucking along. <laughs> okay. So, this last, this past weekend and the weekend before, we've had to take Cosmo to the vet. It's not gone well at all. <laughs> so, two weekends ago, we went to get him his nails trimmed, and he's lost his mind about getting his nails trimmed. He screams like a child. Like, it sounds like a human child back there. Really? screaming 
And it echoes through the entire vet's office. I have to leave the building. It's so embarrassing and I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. And then Scott just keeps saying to me, they're just cutting his nails. They're just cutting his nails. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, he's screaming. It's not okay. It's like when kids cry when they get a shot. They're yeah. Just a shot. I mean, it's terrible. And he's screaming. And there's last weekend or two weekends ago, there were all these dogs in there. Tons of people in there. It's busy. He's back there screaming. He's back there forever. He finally comes out. And then they're like, he starts screaming before we even cut his nails. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> you're you're sitting like, there while they're cutting it. And you're like, I do not know whose dog that is. But that is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> so he comes out. He sees another dog. And then he's just wagging his tail like, oh, no, that wasn't me. Normal times. Normal times. <laughs> just happy. I got this. Yeah. And then the vet's telling me. He started screaming before he even cut his nails. I'm like, I am so sorry. This is happening. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it's fine. He's a drama queen. And it's like, this is not fine. And then we took him to the vet last weekend to get his shots. And, of course, he, there was no screaming. But they were like, we got to carry him back to get his blood. And then he latched onto me. And then they're like, oh, got to get him. And he's just holding on for dear life. They take him. And then they're like, oh, it took three of us to hold us down. He's real strong. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then the vet's like, he needs to lose weight. He does not need to lose weight. Look at this perfect body. Oh, you're a beefcake. And so, I mean, this is this whole thing says he has to lose weight. I'm like, Scott, I want you to Google overweight pugs and then Google show pugs. Because this dog is a fucking show pug. <laughs> His Jesus butt says it all. It does. Yep. And you know what? This is, I think the vet sees him after she's seen all these other dogs and she's just like, this dog is going to fucking explode. But that is what pugs look like. They look like they're going to explode. They're just puffed up like little sausages. Mm-hmm. But if you see other dogs all day, you're like, this is outlandish. I think she's just going off the chart. Of what? The pug charts? Yes. It says a male pug supposed to weigh this. That's it. Well, so she just says, well, this is more than that, so therefore it must be fat. Can't she see his body, his beautiful body? Apparently not. His muscle definition? She, she must be into skinny dogs. Yeah. That's not okay. I don't think it's okay to say Cosmo. That's prejudice. It is. I mean, you saw a picture of him as a baby, his little tummy sticking out. Mm-hmm. That's how his body is always shaped. Yep. It's how pugs are shaped. Like It's not a greyhound. Yeah, it's not a greyhound. It's a little sausage. It's a pug. This is what they are. And so, and I've seen fat pugs. This is not a fat pug. She has, and then people are like, maybe you need to stop pushing him around in a stroller. It's like, listen, he's not even going on walks in the fucking snow and rain. There's been no stroller pushing. There's been no nothing. He's not doing it. He does what he wants to do. His body is how he wants it to be. End of story. Then she's like, his heart's going to explode. It's not going to explode. Jeez. Yes. Way to make you feel bad. Yeah. She's like, I, I wouldn't want him to have some heart something. And it's like, well, I obviously wouldn't want that either, but he's not fat. He is beautiful. So that's, you know, he's the podcast pug. Yep. He does plenty. He sleeps a lot. He snorts. He snorts. He has been bringing toys to TJ all night. Yeah. That is my new favorite toy. <laughs> That's his favorite toy right now. And he goes through phases of favorite toys. Like, 
I don't know if you've seen his hoard, but he's got a hoard. Mm-hmm. He got real upset because I cleaned out his hoard one time. I took a whole bag of stuff out of his hoard. He was upset all evening about it. He kept going over to his hoard and staring longingly at me. Mm-hmm. Standing in the middle of his hoard. I haven't touched it since then. But when I went down there to just take a picture of his hoard, he went and stopped me from stealing from his hoard. He's Not a hoarder. From it again. And that's what the vet needs to be concerned about, his hoarding tendencies. Mm-hmm. Cause you've got hoarding He's tendencies. <laughs> This is my Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> you know, there's some things. It's just like that Trump P thing where it's just like people didn't know about the Trump P thing. And I don't know how people didn't know about the Trump P thing. But then when you have to explain the Trump P thing, you have to explain Shelley Duvall to people. Mm-hmm. People, you got to be out there learning this stuff. Learn about Trump. Hiring people to pee in front of them. Learn about Shelley Duvall and the Bermuda Triangle. We can't tell you everything. Get out there. And we're maybe gonna... maybe we should. Maybe we should be the... We should tell them everything. Yeah. Fine, we'll tell you everything. It's all part of being a starseed. Oh, my God. <laughs> that right. was the weirdest thing ever. And for, when it happened, I thought she was drunk. It happened at the bar, so... You, I didn't tell Scott because I wanted Scott to ask questions fresh into this information. Oh, I, I don't even have, like, good answers. I have known nothing about it. We're going to take a break. We're going to, one, we're going to research star seeds because that's what TJ is. You'll learn about that after the break. And we're going to be back. You're not going anywhere. We are. Okay. Scott, did you see how my microphone just drooped as that was going on? Was it about the time I was talking about the semi-wiener? <laughs> <laughs>
will rub up my nose with mm -hmm. a Q-tip. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't sound as fancy as these balls. <laughs> you know, balls will clear anything up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how Florida went. All right, so we're back, and as we promised, we're going to tell you, one, what star seeds are. Two, we have a star seed in the room, but, okay. So this is what it says. Star seeds are beings that have experienced life elsewhere in the universe, on other planets, and in non-physical dimensions other than on Earth. Star seeds may also have had previous lifetimes on Earth. There are three categories of star seeds as follows. A typical starseed may have lived 5 to 50 lifetimes on Earth. So, there's like three categories of starseeds. What are the other two? There's a typical starseed that's 5 to 50 lifetimes on Earth. Old starseeds have usually had hundreds of lifetimes on Earth. And new starseeds have often had few or no previous lifetimes on Earth. They are attracted to Earth and humanity at this time of ascension as it is easier for them to integrate with humanity now than at previous times. The motivations for all starseeds to come to Earth are to help and serve mankind as well as planet Earth. These beings very often have gifts to share with others, such as in the areas of healing, channeling, and spiritual education. There is a strong desire in starseeds to help others and usually there is a plan made prior to birth as to how this may be manifested and expressed when they become a human being. The details of this plan are called the life missions and represent potentials for individual star seeds and not certain destinies. So, TJ's a star seed. I had, I had no idea. Well... Say what happened. So <clears throat> we were walking into the saddle and this I walked by this girl and she goes and I have no idea who she is. She's yeah. not even she lives in like Nebraska. And she goes, I have something to tell you. We need to go outside. And I'm like, What? <laughs> and she goes, No, it's nothing weird or nothing crazy or bad. She goes, Because when you get a moment I want to talk to you and I go, Okay. And so um, she's like, do you smoke? And I go, no. And I go, she goes, oh, well, I was going to go out to the back patio and have a cigarette. And I go, oh, I'll go out with you. It's not yeah. loud out there. So I'm out there and she goes, you're a starseed. And I go, what? <laughs> I go, I don't even know what that means. And yeah. she goes, she goes, I can tell. I can tell by the shape of your eye. And I go, is that a cigarette or is that <laughs> something else? And she just started laughing, and she just said, and like, everything that you just read, that's what she said. She goes, they have a distinct shape of your eye. Like, she goes, I could tell the moment you walked in. I could just tell by your eyes. Well, and you didn't tell me that, and then you said, she said we look alike, and you showed me a picture of yeah. her, and I'm like, you guys' eyes look alike. And then that, I go, that's why she said I was a starseed, because of the shape. Like, that's how we could tell it. That's how we know each other, apparently. That is crazy. And she goes, you have no idea about any of this, do you? And I go, no. And she goes, yeah, it's like your eye, the color of your eyes, the shape of your eyes. And she sent, she sent me a message after she posted that picture. And she's like, everybody's going crazy. They're like, you guys look like you're related. You know, like like people, because her, I guess her Instagram is a her starseed Instagram. It's a starseed Instagram? Yeah. So she posts a lot of stuff about like 
relating to it. It's weird because you had just mentioned Starseed and you didn't tell me all this. And then today on Instagram, I don't know if it was like a beer. It was something. It wasn't anything about Starseeds, but something was called Starseed. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. Starseed. There it is. But she, um, like what you were saying about how we're here for a mission. Yeah. She goes, you often feel like you have to um, take on the darker burdens for everyone else just to get through everything. And I'm like, oh my God, you like literally like you just, I just got, like went through a situation where I nailed it on the head with that. Yeah. And she was just listening. I go, and I started like writing, making a list on my phone of things. I go, I have to look this stuff up. And she just laughed. She goes, you'll probably, probably won't find everything out, but she goes, you'll have to dig for it. But it's out there, and um, and then when I googled it, it kept popping up. Google kept popping up. Starseed awakening, like how to awaken your, you were, your star. What seed. do you have to do? I didn't. I was look. When I did it, it was you when I was texting to you about going to ancient ways. At, yeah, and look for books. I was trying to find literature on it. And here's the thing with ancient ways. <laughs> so when I walk in there, what I think is going to happen? Someone at the counter is going to be like. Well, you're a witch. And they always do. They always look you right in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you I, stop and you're like, it's happening right now. Yes, yes. And so TJ and I have both talked about this. We think someone's going to declare, well, you don't know this yet, but you're a witch. And every time I walk in there, I'm like, this is the time. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. They're going to be like, well, you're a natural witch, just like on the craft. It doesn't happen. So I was waiting for them to be like, you're a starseed and hand me like a yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and it's happen. like, when I'm checking out, I'm like, do you guys see me? You see how I'm a witch? Mm-hmm. Fucking say something. Yeah. Say something so I know what to do with myself. Point. Give me direction. Yeah. But they I've, don't say anything. I've been in there twice and have not bought a single thing. <laughs> I feel bad, but I get overwhelmed. It is overwhelming. And you don't know what to say to anyone because it's like when you're in there, you feel like I should know what I'm doing in here. I'm a witch. Right. And if I ask questions, they're going to be like, why are you here? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. But really, if you think about it... But they're real nice, but yeah. it's like I'm too afraid to ask them they're, about anything. We we both need... Because I'm guilty, too. We need to overcome... Maybe we should go in together. Maybe we should. And uh, we just need to ask them, like, hey, where do I start? Yeah. Because I'm never okay in there by myself. Like, if I go in there by myself, I'm like, act like you know what you're doing. Has it always been women? Yeah. This time there were two guys. Really? Yeah. That threw me off, too. And then there was some other guy playing, like, a, I don't know, like, I felt like I was in merry old England. He was playing this little guitar. What's it called? Sitar? Yes, he was playing that. And I couldn't concentrate. And then, like, I was trying to find a book, and you and I were cracking jokes back and forth. I'm like, (laughs) I'm out of here. So then I was waiting. So then, then it gets better, because this guy's playing for tips in the back, and I'm not tipping him, but clearly I'm listening to the music. And then I look up to the front, and I'm like, when are they not looking? When do they have their backs turned to the door? And that's when I walked out. Yeah. Oh, God. And they so, didn't even say, have a good day. What the fuck? Because you got to spend money. Why are they testing us? They are. Well, like I don't when you know. want to become Jewish, you have to like, yeah. three times they turn you away. Yeah, that's what I learned that on Sex and the City. Me too, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Charlotte keeps going and she has to just, yep. she has to mean it. Yeah. They want you to mean it. Yeah. Cosmo, are we witches? <laughs> <laughs> Valetta says no. Valetta <laughs> just went, jumped up and slapped Cosmo across the face. She, every time she's been on my lap and he comes over, she keeps snapping at him. Oh, gosh, Valetta. Those two have moments where Valetta is licking his face and everything is wonderful. Then they're jealous of the other one sitting on someone's lap. They're total siblings. They are. 
does Scott, can people hear what Cosmo's up to now? Uh, probably a little bit. Not much, though. Well, Cosmo let her up to something. Something There's real dumb. The, the plan tag. Yep, they are. <laughs> it's like that. And you try to run away, but the other one's arms are longer. So and you don't you. really want to run away. You yeah. want it to continue. Yeah. Um. So my mom took my Aunt Sharon to the eye doctor. And Aunt Sharon stopped and got people at the eye doctor's office, like Krispy Kreme donut holes before she went there. And she's never even met these people. And she just is like, she just brings fun and niceness everywhere she goes. And like I'm like... The- other like, patients or the people that work there? The people that work there. Mm-hmm. She brought them like donuts and stuff. And they she's never even met them. And she'll go into like the vet and she'll take stuff for them and stuff. She just brings fun everywhere she goes. And I feel like that is something I need to start doing. Because what's fun with that is that people... They aren't expecting it. Yeah, and you don't... You, nobody knows what anyone's day is like that day. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, you know... And I think... Every time you bring me a treat, it brightens my day. Does it? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's I what... always get a little, little <laughs> skip on my step. Well, just because you're coming. To <laughs> and we need to talk about that, too, because I had an emergency visit with you. Because it was like... That you were perfect. You were gone in Florida. And I'm like, you know, they don't let me talk to anyone at work. They act like... I don't know what it is because they don't let me talk to clients. I'm very charming. Very charming. <laughs> They don't let me talk to clients, so I'm just like, you know what? TJ's gone. It doesn't matter that I'm looking like a just trash heap with my bangs in my face. Who cares? I might as well be wearing my forever lazy to work. I don't have to talk to anyone. And then I get an email. That's... We should podcast it forever lazy sometime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm laying on the floor. There it is right there. Oh, my gosh. The next yeah. One. Okay. So, you know, I get this email at 930 in the morning. It's like, you're getting your picture taken tomorrow. Be ready. Ben Easter's coming to do it. And it's like, oh, a professional photographer is going to have my picture that's going to be in whatever. No one's putting my picture anywhere. But just the thought of just looking like a trash box in pictures on my work server is just appalling. So I was having a panic attack. I went on your website. What? You have an opening lunch hour. For a big bang. The the stars aligned. The star... The star seeds aligned. Um, yep. And I had found out, well, I just found out that I was a star seed then, didn't I? Did you, I tell you then? You didn't or, tell or me I, then. No, I told you. I told you. When you were at Ancient Ways. Yeah. I didn't know about the star seed. Yeah. That was just a star seed moment. And then you got to meet Ben Easter. Yep. Got to meet Ben Easter. For some reason, my pictures were taken like 45 minutes, but it was fine. We're having a good time. He said he's going to listen to the podcast. He can prove it by saying I listened to the podcast mm-hmm. because... Calling you out right here, Ben Easter. Yeah. Get your pictures taken by him. Good time. Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, he was really nice. Shoots, yeah. If you go to my website, a lot of the... Um, TJSpurgeon.com. Yeah, TJSpurgeon.com. Yeah. A lot of the professional photos. The one at the State Fair. That was so much fun. Yeah. So, you've saved me. You saved my mom. Because she's like... She said, I just left TJ a note saying if he had any openings. He has an opening. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, TJ's the greatest. Yeah. Always count on TJ. That's what Scott tells me. Always count on TJ. Apparently and then you had good advice. advice. <laughs> yeah. You gave me good advice. I'm just taking it all. Star seeding out. Mm-hmm. Planting the seeds. Yeah. You're just planting the seeds. So maybe that's not the why. the baby seeds. No, not the baby seeds. But you know, we were talking about the haircuts 
on the cold sweats podcast maybe that's why it's so like this is the greatest time ever all you're doing is just planting seeds in mm-hmm. everyone star seeds mm-hmm. helping everyone out yeah making healing. them look making them look pretty but helping them out in life yeah i try that's what you do i mean we sit there for you know it's be anywhere from 10 minutes to two hours oh yeah i don't want to be miserable no it's just a good time and it goes so fast Mm -hmm. and i feel like i encounter so many different people that i can at least take something from someone that helps someone else yeah it's great some way shape or form (laughs) just think of that xanax haircutting lady (laughs) what do you think she's doing xanax (laughs) 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 i mean it was just like, what was happening in my life? And I was just like, well, this is what's happening at haircuts, I guess. What time of day was that haircut? The morning. <laughs> it was in the morning. <laughs> it was before noon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's rough. And it happened. How weird is that? And then it's just like, well, nothing ever goes normal for me. What I else think. were you talking about earlier? Nothing went normal. Okay, so we had Chinese. We had. That's what it was. We had happy hour today, and it's going to be Chinese New Year tomorrow. So we're on the fun committee at work. There's a fun committee. Heath and I are on it. Bree and Andy are on it. Claire's on it. That's the fun committee. Mm-hmm. We're like we're doing Chinese New Year. We wrote fortunes for people, like alternative fortunes. Great time. And I'm like, well, we'll order like egg rolls and crab rangoons and mm-hmm. have those sitting out, have the fortune cookies. So I call on Tuesday to place an order and I'm just reading straight from the catering menu. And first I call the number that's on the catering menu. They're like, all right, we'll send you back there. They sent me to the bakery. They're like, we'll send you to the Chinese department. I said, okay. So I'm transferred three times. Then someone gets on. It's an American. It's fine. I'm like, this is what I want. She said, hold on a minute. Then an Asian lady got on. Then all hell broke loose. And then I'm like, I want the crab rangoon tray and the egg roll tray. And then she's like, how many people? And I'm like, 20. Because I was just guessing. I'm like, I don't know why she wanted to know Mm -hmm. that. I thought it was just maybe a catering thing and she was doing something. And then she's like, so 20 egg rolls and 20 crab rangoons. I'm like, no. I want it off the catering menu. It's called this. And then she goes, well, I'll have to talk to my manager. I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Why are we talking to managers about things that are on your menu? Right. Fine. And then she was like, what day is it for? And I had already told her Friday at 1.30. I was going to pick it up. And so I said, Friday at 1.30. And she said, what day? I'm like, it's Friday. And then she asked again, and I'm like, Friday, do you do you want to know what number or something? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's the 27th. And then I'm like, okay. Of January. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I said, well, here's my phone number. And I gave her that information. I'm like, so at 1.30, that's when I'll come pick it up. And she's like, yep. I'm like, well, I can't believe anything that just happened. So I'm obviously going to have to call back. So every single day. Since then, multiple times a day, I thought about calling back. And I'm like, I better just call back the day of so I know for sure it's happening. So I called this morning and I was like, I just want to check on my order. And then this, the Chinaman was like, he said, yeah, my employee told me you wanted 20 (laughs) egg rolls and 20. And I'm like, no, I just want this thing off your catering menu. And then he said something about fire. And then he said an appetizer platter that had that on it i'm like well i'll have that and he's like it's 25 dollars. i said all right i'm gonna have two of those 
And then he's like, can you do that? $25 for two of them? I'm like, yeah, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I said. Where was this from? IV. Weird. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, all right, I'll see you at 1.30. I get there at 1.30. Okay, I spent $50. This guy was acting like I spent fucking $2,000 in there. Kissing your ass. He was like, he goes, oh, you're right on time. I'm like, yep, here I am. Obviously, I'm right on time. I am me. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on time, you're you're fashionably early. Yes. <laughs> but not like crazy early. You're just early. Just a little early. Yeah. And so he gets that. I'm like, oh, this. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much. This is just it. too much. And then he is like, so this will work. I'm like, yeah, it's great. I mean, it was just some platters of that. They acted like. Here she comes to save the day, buying these two trays. I went and purchased them. Then the cashier was some... It's like you're the first person to ever do that. Yeah. it was, And it was Chinese New Year. You would think people are like, let's do it up. Mm -hmm. And then I go over to the cashier. He's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) He's just saying things to me. I don't know what he's saying. And then he said, they must be making a lot of money on these crab rangoons. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> they didn't you mean we? Yeah, yeah. Well, right. It's high V. It's, it's like... employee owned, and so <laughs> it was this whole big thing. And I was there with Claire, and she had walked away, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. We gotta go. Like he just kept talking to me about I don't know what, and I, I was just laughing and saying yeah, because I didn't know what was happening. That's so crazy. And so it's just like I can't even order two plates of stuff yeah. and have a normal experience especially if it's off the menu it's a fucking high it's like i'm ordering two number twos how hard is that yeah <laughs> but so it happened you know happy hours fucking hopping the room was packed crab rangoons the egg rolls they're all gone people had a whale of a time i whale had a tail of a time yeah, we wrote a whole bunch of fortunes for people or what alternative are they fortunes. alternative fortunes like, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Also, I learned <laughs> China, the number four is unlucky. That's Beyonce's lucky number, her favorite number. That's because it's her birthday. That's my birthday, too. September it is. 4th. Do you have favorite numbers? Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I've always had good luck with 22. 22? Then I was just like, she has a favorite number. I don't I have did. a favorite number. One time I had someone say to me the very first time I was going to Vegas, he goes, play, he goes, I want you to bet on black 24. Did you? And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I went on roulette. And so I went and did roulette and I just, there was a chip on it already. So I'm like, oh, I can't do it. So I bet something else and lost and then the board swept clean. And so I put chip on it and then everyone else was betting on it. I'm like, oh, well now I know you can, multiple people can bet on it. They just stack them? Yeah. I won $500. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Starseed. Mm-hmm. That's Starseed shit. Well, he was shit, but I got $500 <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I've never played roulette. It seems kind of intimidating. It can be, but there's also, you could pick black or red. Yeah. Or you could pick odd or even. So, I mean, you can make it, like, I feel like that's your gateway into it. Start there yeah. and work onto the board. People are just throwing chips around. Mm-hmm. Scott, have you played roulette? Nope. Are you scared too? Um... That's the only one I'm not scared to play. I guess. 
But yeah. I don't gamble a lot. Like, I'll go with, like, I had, like, $45. Yeah. And I, I, that's how I got, I got that much in chips. And I'm like, I'm not getting any more. And then. And you did roulette. Yeah. Have you ever played poker at a casino, Scott? Those people yes. are crazy. I would not play it at all. Scott has. Have that's scary. Poker. Not crazy, but, like, they're just intense. I would never be able to do that. I don't even know how to play poker. Or blackjack. Mm-mm. I saw people. There was a girl there just having fun. And she, like told the dealer to hit her and she had 16 yeah and people walked away because some guys like that's unlucky you know 16 you gotta stop because you could bust and i guess it's it, there's like this list of little list of rules that you look on you can look them up online apparently <laughs> like table etiquette oh my god and when that happened i'm like i am definitely not sitting no, down because i'll break because i'm like etiquette. i'm gonna chance it it's just yeah it's just money like that you just bright you bring You're this gambling. little handful yeah yeah that's a gamble what do you do when you play poker scott what how do you, do you know? How do you play poker with strangers? Huh? I don't know how to play poker. At all. Yeah. Why would it matter if they're strangers? I do you don't mean? know. I'd be terrified. That's pretty fun. Do you guys have to look at each other? I mean. <laughs> yes, you have to. <laughs> That's poker what they face. do. Every hand, everybody squares off and stares at somebody. <laughs> and says, "No, don't you have to keep a poker face?" I guess if you want to be good. Is yeah. that what you did? Did you have a poker face? Or I'd have to like, be in a burka. Here we go. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I had something good, I'd be like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd zoom off. Mm-hmm. Did you keep a poker face? I guess. You try to. I feel like you can you can keep a good, like, blank face if you need to. Yeah. You got to stay blank. I can't. I can't stay blank. Well, then I guess you wouldn't be very good at it. Blackjack, you don't need to stay blank, though. You can just double down. You always double down on 11. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that old lady gets the hotel room and swingers and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So, blackjack. It's for old people and me. Mm -hmm. Whatever old people do, I'm comfortable doing. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had some advice for Zach, Chupacabarber. Barber. That's right. Okay, so I got up in the middle of the night. I woke up and I was like, this is, I got to write this down so I don't forget. He's going to want to know this. In Oceanside, by Camp Pendleton, the fucking barber scene is out of control. You could roll in the dough. I think it'd be like cocktail. Mm-hmm. Just fucking taking money, hand, open your own shop, work in Oceanside for a little bit. so many. Barbers there? Well, there's so many barbers because all the Marines and the Mm -hmm. Navy guys, every Sunday there's a line outside of the barber shops for them to get their hair cut for Mm -hmm. the next week so it passes inspection. Mm -hmm. You go down to Oceanside for a few summers, open your own barber shop, Tom Cruise and cocktail style, Mm -hmm. cocktails and dreams, barbershop and dreams. There you go. So that was my vision. When I was in Salem, there were a ton of barber shops there too. That's kind of a big thing over on the East Coast, though. Barber shops? It's like the the barber, like... The fade? Yeah. It's not really big here. Do you think it's getting it's big, up. though? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that's like a fancy barber shop that mm-hmm. he works at. Like, old-timey, yeah. straight razor shave. Yeah. He always cleans my neck up with a straight razor. And I've had him do a straight razor shave before. Scott, do you want to try that? I'm getting shaved? Yeah. I don't know. It's the most relaxing. I almost fell asleep. 
What? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess yours would take. Mine would take about eight seconds. Well, he just so did like done. the underneath, and then just lined this. So it'd be like yours, but he puts like he does like a hot towel three times before he puts the final stuff on to start shaving you with. And yeah. then it's so smooth. Yeah, and you're lay. Like, he lays you back, and his touch is just. He's really gentle, but precise. Yeah. And he'll just turn like if you need you to turn your head, he'll just turn your head for you. So it's not like a jerk. He just—I swear—he just uses like three fingers in his position. It's weird. You Me, I just grab someone by right behind their ears and go. Look there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd That's have to—I'd have to not shave for like a week and a half to have it even be worth it. You should do that, and mm-hmm. then go down there, and then let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. It's—I liked it. It's just making because I w- was down for a haircut, mm-hmm. and I sent him a message, and I'm like, I don't want to know what I want to do with my hair, so can we do a is there enough time to do this or should we like, I can do whatever. Yeah. And he goes, Oh yeah, there's plenty of time. What a nice guy. And it was a, it was like, I was his last appointment on a Friday night. So I just went home and like, was relaxed and took a shower. And then I went out and got smashed. And it was <laughs> up all night. <laughs> you went out and star seated the town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to seed the town. Oh, I did that. That's night. what, that's what you got to call it now because that's what you're doing. Changing mm-hmm. lives. Seeding the town. Seed the town. Mm-hmm. Only you can wear that t-shirt, though. Mm-hmm. And other people with that eye shape. Yep. You should look up starseed eye shape. We should I, look that up. I mean, I have to start researching this. I'm so... In- I, I honestly, I want to... The next time I go to Loracle, mm-hmm. I want to see if she'll bring any of that up. Yeah. And if she doesn't, and if she's like, is there anything... Like, at the end, she's always like, is there anything else like that you want to know? Why aren't you fucking talking about me being yeah. a starseed? Yeah, I just want to be like, what is a starseed? Yeah. And just let her go from there. You know, we should check out what's going on at that common thread thing that goes that on. It's so fun. Yeah, because that's where she goes to that. Because when is that? It's the first, I think, Thursday of every month. At night? Yeah. I think it, like... Seven or eight, but Oracle's there. She's there. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Common thread. And it's at a church. Like Plymouth Church. And then That's they a do... pretty like progressive church though, isn't it? I, I don't know. You know, I feel like I'm learning a lot about there's a lot of differences in churches. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like how you would think it would all kind of be universal, but some of them are like we need to have theatrics and overhead projections and cameras zooming in and then other ones are like we're gonna feed people every night and do things like churches do yeah didn't the pope just say something about like didn't he just say that evolution's right did he i thought someone posted it on facebook oh my gosh don't quote me it was on facebook (laughs) Facebook. anything can happen on facebook as we know 9-11 9-11 conspiracies. Yeah, piss people Thrown off. Them? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> do you know Bianca Del Rio? Yeah. From RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, not today, Satan. Yeah, so did yeah. you see her, it's on Netflix now, her little movie, Hurricane Bianca? No. So I it was on Netflix. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. But there's some funny parts. And, um, oh, I can't remember her name. The chick that plays Debbie Downer on Saturday Night Live. Rachel something, isn't it? Rachel, Rachel Dress. Yeah. yeah. So she plays the, I think she's the vice principal of this school down in Texas. Yeah. And so she's like, you're, 
the science teacher. She's telling Bianca this. You're the science teacher. You're supposed to be teaching creationism. And Bianca takes the book. She goes, listen here. I'm fucking the cat. You're just holding the legs. And she <laughs> drops the book and walks away back <laughs> to the classroom. I'm like, yes, I can't wait for the opportunity to use this. That, you can use that when you're out seeding the town. Yep. Someone's <laughs> giving me a hard time. When do you think they're finally going to say something in ancient ways about our powers? I, I'm giving it a third time's a charm yeah. at the moment. Scott, when you because you went in there to get me some Christmas presents. Yeah. How did you feel in there? Did you feel like they were going to be like, you're powerful? Nope. You're like, I got a list. Will you help me? <laughs> nope. You just wandered freely? Yeah. I just feel like I'm either going to break something or they're going to think I'm stealing something. That's so it. I'm the same way. And when I get nervous, if I have a hoodie or a jacket on, my uh-huh. hands are in my pocket. And then I'm thinking, shit. Yep. Like I stole something, so then I take my hands out of my pocket. Then I'm like, oh, I don't oh know what my to god, do. that is, I feel that way all the time. That places think I'm gonna steal, that I have stolen, and mm-hmm. I have that big bag all the time. Yeah. So I feel like I have to kind of show my hands to people all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Nothing up my sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> because I think they think I'm stealing. I'm not stealing. So you thought they thought you were stealing too, Scott? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a thing. Well, we think that they're going to tell us we have powers. No, I don't think that. Do you think you have powers? No. That are yet to be revealed? No. Oh, I do. I do, big time. TJ is a starseed. Yeah. You might be a starseed, too, once I find I'm out not. We don't have the same eyes. I've got different eyes. You never know. Maybe I'm a moon seed. you a moon seed? Yeah. A moon mole? <laughs> yeah, I'm a moon mole. <laughs> So I was thinking of this the other day because I was listening to um, How Did This Get Made? And they were talking about Grease 2. Have you ever seen Grease 2? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's a great movie. And mm-hmm. I don't know why they're saying How Did This Get Made got made because it was great. But my brother, um, my brother Will, used to tell people his name was Michael Carrington. <laughs> cool writer from the movie. Like, he would meet people and they'd be like, oh, what's your name? And he would say, it's Michael Carrington. <sighs> And then my mom would have to be like, his name's Will. <laughs> but he he would just introduce himself to people like that. And Sorry, listeners, I'm kind of congested. If it sounds like I'm it's, I'm kidding, it's Cosmo. <laughs> it's Cos. He's in the podcast. He always has to make an entrance. So is there anyone in a movie that you're like, because my brother big time wanted to be the cool writer. Is there anyone in a movie that you're like, that's who I want to be? Um, when I was in kindergarten, I went, it wasn't a movie, it was a TV show, but I wanted to be Alex B. Keaton. Oh. I used to go to school in a tie and I had a little You did? Yeah, because I had glasses too. You had a briefcase? Uh-huh. Oh my God. Do you have pictures of that? Oh, I don't know. You should look I've, for pictures. I'll find, I don't know if I have a briefcase picture, but. I have in your tie? picture, yeah. I always wore a tie. I, oh my God. Pretty much all through kindergarten, I think I wore you a tie. You just wanted to be like a little Republican. Mm-hmm. Look at me now. <laughs> In a family of hippies. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Mm, probably like all the Schwarzenegger movies and stuff. The what? You were the Terminator. The Terminator? Mm, like Die Hard. Would be all the heroes in the action oh, movies yeah. from the 80s. That's who you want to be like? Yeah. Bruce Willis? Yep. Yippee-ki-yay. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah. You know who I want to be? Obviously, 
and I think I've talked about this before, Daryl Hannah in Splash. Yes. Mermaid. And all I you thought, do is lay in the, a bath, bath salt and you just and pinch, pinch it. Yeah, I tried it. My parents let me pour a bunch of salt in the bath just because that's what she did. And I pinched it. I snuck a salt shaker into my shirt. Did you really? <laughs> oh my God. So she takes the whole thing and like dumps that Yeah. In. But I'm sitting there like, no one was looking. <laughs> my mom would braid my hair. So then, because we didn't have a crimping iron. Oh, you know yeah. how her hair was mm-hmm. like that? So she would braid it. Then we'd take the braids out. So it would look crimped mm-hmm. like I was a mermaid. So I just wanted to be a mermaid. And I thought, I thought I could turn into one. Probably how I feel now that I can turn into a witch. I think I have some problems. But... <laughs> No, wonder- you're creative. Yeah, like me. yeah. Like me. Do you ever do you ever follow Project Mermaid on Instagram? Project Mermaid. I didn't know there was a Project Mermaid. Yeah. So I I think what it is is the pictures they take, they sell them or sell stuff with them to its benefits like cleaning the oceans basically. Really. But I'm pretty sure that's what it does. But they have like the real like realistic fins um, fins that they put on pe- pe- women. They might have done a couple men too, but, um, and then they'll either do underwater shots or they'll do like beach shots or it's really pretty. It oh, looks I need realistic to follow too. that. I kind of, I feel like I'm so late in the game to Instagram cause I got on there cause my nieces are on there and my niece just did the greatest thing on Instagram. She posted a selfie of herself and I don't know, this must be something the children are doing. Musical dot Lee musically. Oh Yeah. So she's like, I've got some bad messages on Musical.ly, but I'm not going to let it ruin my whole life. And then she's like, just be inspiring to yourself. I love you all. How old is she? She's in like sixth grade. Wow. And I'm like, look at this badass. Yeah. That would, that would ruin my whole life. And she's like, don't let, I'm not going to let it ruin my whole life. Fucking badass. I hope she came up with that by herself. I mean, it, it reads like. Someone didn't say. Like, say this. Yeah. Well, I'll show you what she wrote because it does read like she came up with it by herself. Because it kind of reminded me of like Meebok, how Meebok talks. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. It sounds like Meebok. My niece is a badass. At that that age, that's awesome to have that attitude about it. Yeah. And she's putting it out there for everyone. Yeah. And so many people liked it. And I'm just like, God, she's a badass. She is not like me because I would have let that ruin Mm -hmm. my whole life. You know, I didn't want to wear anything... With, like, stuff on the butt pockets, even if it said a word, from kindergarten on. Because one time I saw someone reading the back of someone's thing that said Oshkosh Bagosh and pointing at it. And she didn't know. And I'm like, never am I going to have anything written on my mm-hmm. back that people are pointing at. And I don't know. Nothing back there. And then I think my parents are just like, she's got some fucking problem. Mm-hmm. That's where that stemmed from, Mom. I saw it happen. Skylar Osgard was following. <laughs> <laughs> Out, he was following Aaron Munoz and she was wearing Oshkosh Bagosh um, overalls and he pointed at it and said it and she had no idea. So I was like, no, nothing on my butt pockets. Get it fucking off. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. There you go. <laughs> do you want to do some questions, TJ? Yeah. There's a whole stack of them. Which ones should we do? Well, we should do a couple of the normal I'll, questions we'll the box questions out. that aren't, aren't in the these box. the ones we pick and mm-hmm. okay i'll pass this around and then i'll grab yeah those scott get this it's gonna inspire your whole life 
know, I took the box questions at Cold Sweats. I think they were a pretty big hit, but they're still in my car because I <laughs> am a slob. <laughs> Are you healthier when you are happy? Yes. What? What do you mean, Scott? Isn't it the other way around? You're are you happier, when, happier you're healthy? when you're healthy? Well, no, because... You, well, mentally. I, that's what I feel like it is, mentally, because like... But you're happier because you're healthier. I don't think so. What? Like, when I was like, I, I need to go to the doctor, things are going wrong, and had to get my medicine adjusted... Then I got sick, like, and mm -hmm. my nose got all stuffed up because mm -hmm. it's like I'm mentally unhealthy, and it's just like we're not fucking around fighting whatever's going on in your nose. You you're falling apart. Yeah, that's what I think. It all falls apart. When I mentally feel healthy, I'm happy, and then I'm happy when I like when I'm like you know you're working out or something yeah you see the results then i'm happy about the healthy looking results yeah either way yes <laughs> see i feel like my health like my physical health just the only time i get sick is when like mentally it's just like you're done you can't do this anymore and then my yeah. body's like yeah we're done you're all done and i just have to go to bed yeah so, Scott, you don't know? What? I already said. Okay. You're happier when you're healthy instead of healthier when you're happy. Right. Okay. So, starseed moment. I just pulled this out and it says, is happiness the point? <laughs> I think the point is trying to bring as much happiness mm -hmm. as you can. To other people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be exhausting, but... Yeah. So I've always found that, especially if it's a long day... Yeah. It's nice to uh, just find, like, a little little spot of happiness for them. You don't have to, like, change the whole attitude. Yeah. Just maybe give them, like, a little push in the right direction. Like a little flick. Like, here. <laughs> yeah. Here's a shiny object. Look at that for a little bit. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Scott? Is happiness the point? Mm, no. No? The point of life. It just says the point. Whatever you want the point to be. The yeah. point is to survive. Hmm? I can see that point, though, too. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. How much energy do you spend seeking appreciation versus giving it? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I try to give out a lot of appreciation because I'm like, when you feel unappreciated, you're like, I'm going to fucking lay it out there for people. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I'll even see people like a girl brought in donuts to work. And I think I brought this up a different time where it's like, people are making things, you need to say thank you. But she brought in donuts to work and everyone, most people were like, who brought these in? Thank you, that's so nice. Mm -hmm. But then there were some people that just walked up and took them, didn't ask if they could have one, didn't ask where they came from, and then just walked back to their desk. Yeah. And it's like, this is how you're- You're welcome. Yeah. 
And it's not even, I wasn't even the one that brought in the donuts. I'm like, you fucking asshole. Go say thank you. Ask who brought these in. What are these for? Oh, just to bring joy to people? Let her know you appreciate the joy she brought upon you. Dick wad. (laughs) Yeah. Be pleasant, ass face. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. What what do you think? What's your favorite daydream? Daydream? Yeah. What, Scott? Why are you laughing? I don't have time to daydream anymore. (laughs) Sometimes I just... busy. My daydream is, I think, kind of like how we were talking about earlier, that someone's just going to be like, this is it. This is your powers. Mm -hmm. This is what you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) And then walk up to you. Yeah, they're just going to walk up to me and tell me, this is what you need to be doing with your life. Have at it. And then it's like, oh, fuck, finally, it's all figured out. I don't have to, I know what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I feel like I'm kind of with you, Scott. I mean, sometimes I, I feel like I don't have a lot of time. To, I'm not, yeah. I don't have time to daydream. But I, I get what you're saying, too. Though. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I... My daydreams are always like, what, what am I going to do on my day off? Those are my favorite yeah. daydreams. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do when I get out of here right now? Like, my day mostly is thinking out the worst case scenarios of everything that could happen. But, you know, when it's like... I've done that, too. I've spent days doing that. Yeah. Not days, but, like, to have a day that I'll do that. Yeah. What is it? Do you ever... Well, this is a theme. Okay. Do you ever feel guilty for being happy? Um, I have before sometimes. I can admit that I have too. Yeah. Like if someone has died or something and people are having a bad time and it's like I'm having a good time. And I'm then you're like, like, oh my God, look at this. Email. Oh, I yeah. can't talk about it right now. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to have joy if you're mm-hmm. sad. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Like when I was going through my first round, like Kevin Murphy training, one yeah. of the girls at work had just found out that she had, uh, breast cancer yeah and i'm like so i want to be supportive and I, yeah. I am but at the same time i'm like but i'm happy I about, talk this, about thing. this yeah and when in i mean i even i even had an honest conversation yeah. with her about it and she's like i need the distraction yeah so then i don't feel bad anymore but yeah i mean you do feel guilty though yeah. i feel like most of a lot of what i do is just, like all day is just like oh if i don't do this i'll feel guilty about mm-hmm. just do it mm-hmm. scott Nope. <laughs> okay. Not at all. If you're happy, be happy. Be guilty about it. Scott, I've got tremendous guilt about everything. Yeah. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a mental problem. I'm I'm taking pills for it. Yeah. You're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not crazy. My mother had me tested. <laughs> One more? Yes, one more. This is a good one. Okay. Why do we spend our time doing things we know won't make us happy? Because we feel guilty. Yes, because we feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep. Because we feel guilty. Yep. And Scott doesn't feel guilty, so what? You're doing everything <laughs> that makes you happy. If it makes you happy. <laughs> happy that bad. 
Was that Lannis Morissette? Nope, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. That was oh my, my second guess. Did she date Kid Rock or just sing yes. a song with him? She dated him. They did date, right? I think so. Wasn't I don't she know. after uh, Pamela Anderson? Maybe. Now what's he doing? He's a Trumper, right? Is he? I don't know. I'd guess. I don't know Kid what he's up to. Kid Rock? He is pretty cool. You know what? When we were at the Red Wings game and Kid Rock played... Yeah, people lost their fucking did. mind. I would have. Yeah, it's in Detroit. Cool yeah. Yeah. People lost their minds. Mm-hmm. And then the Red Wings played better, but then they're like, never mind. You're, we're not playing Kid Rock anymore. We're not doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what someone should probably contact them and say, just play Kid Rock. Right. That's the, or just that's, have him there. Oh, my God. What would they do if he was there, Scott? Oh, I thought, you, I thought he was there. That's what they you meant. They just played it. Oh. The whole stadium lost their minds. Jax was there, you know that. Oh, that, that, yeah. <laughs> I was texting you all kinds of updates oh. about Jax. That was amazing. I could smell the leather of his coat. Mm. Jesus. All right, should we open our little cards? Yeah. Okay, TJ, you go first. I forgot to open it. It just flips up. Oh. So these are... This is giving us specific advice. Yeah. Like, guiding us inspiration seek and you will find don't be willing to accept an ordinary life yeah star seeds star seeds yeah should i go next yep okay whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right henry ford oh <laughs> i don't think i can <laughs> apparently henry says you're right <laughs> that just means trust your instincts yep okay all glory comes from daring to begin. Mm, that's a good one. That, that is a good one. by Eugene Ware. I wonder you... who that is. Well, look him up. Well, who is my mind? You got to get started. Don't procrastinate. Sally Merrill Redfield. I don't know who that is. Sally Jesse Raphael. Yep. All right, it's time for plugs. So, who's starting? Me? Mm-hmm. All right. Get your hair cut by TJ. Save my life. Look at my hair, everybody. It looks fucking great. We have a good time. He's a starseed. TJSpurgeon.com Also, listen to Luke's new album. And that is on Beast Village Records. Just Google Beast Village Records. It'll be the only thing that comes up. Luke's new album is there. Listen to that. Listen to the Cold Sweats podcast. Mm -hmm. I was on there. Good time. No ice. I'm fine. I'm I'm not fine. He's I'll never busy. get over this. <laughs> He's too busy making honey, not yeah. taking care of his bees instead of making ice. Why doesn't he have ice trays? What's going on? We should give... We need to get him some yeah, ice trays before away. he leaves. Just going away, present. Yeah. Don't live this kind of life in Texas. <laughs> it's hot down there. Yeah. You're going to need ice. You're going to need ice. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other plugs? You know, appreciate people. Uh, the Chupacabarber. Barber. Oh, yeah. He gave me a fucking stellar haircut today. Yeah. Before I came over here. And it looks great. And he's just a delightful person. Yeah. He is. So, go there. Any other plugs? Um, I was talking to my client, Jenny Moyer, that wrote Flashfall. Oh, the book, yeah. She just gave me a super top secret sneak peek of the next book's cover. Yeah. And I'm so excited. But it comes out in November, but... Get Flashball if you haven't gotten it yet. Okay. Scott, what are you plugging? 
You have to plug something. You can't just stay unplugged. Rice-a-roni? No. <laughs> I'm plugging Casey for her, pe- her pear martinis that we've been oh, drinking yeah. tonight. Pear martinis, my pride and joy. I'll plug that place in uh, Adele. Oh, yeah. It's called Modville, yeah. the Porch Junkies. What? Have you not seen this? Uh-uh. Okay, you need to go there, TJ. You'll love it. Um, I'll show you the clock upstairs. I got Scott that for Christmas, but it's all mid-century modern. They have little oh. setups. It's all clean. It's all cool. There's a place called Skylabs in there that cleans up and like restores record players. They make them Bluetooth equipped, so it's like what? Yeah, that's really cool. TJ, you would love it. There is a stereo there that lights up that you need to have. <laughs> I will show you a picture of it. <laughs> Modville Porch Junkies. It's in Adel. Um, I took Scott there last weekend. It's in a weird metal building with no windows. There's no sign. The door is orange. Just go inside of it. Look for the orange door. Look for the orange door. And thank you for listening to the podcast. And we'll have another podcast coming soon. And thanks, TJ, for being here. Thanks for having me. Look, we know how to podcast. Yeah. We didn't forget. It's like riding a bike. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.